parents and guardians, it's time once again for the Fearless Parenting Show. Well, 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 welcome to another episode of Fearlessly Parody. Today we continue our discussion about the word hope. Over the last few weeks, we started with the letter H and have given three points using the letter H. And we've talked about handing things over, helping others, healing. And today we're going to talk about the need to hold on. Now, there are things in life that we need to let go of, obviously, but there is one truth that we need to hold on to. And that's our Lord Jesus Christ. So my first point today is don't let fear be a barrier to moving your family forward through a difficult situation. Don't let go. Don't give up. Don't quit. In Isaiah 41, 13, he says, For I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear. I will help you. And notice here, he's not saying that I might, not that I could, but I will help you. It's a promise. Allow me to add to that by sharing from an article by Christy Yee. She writes that sometimes the best we could do is to practice not quitting. Maybe there's something in your life that you're not going to be able to master right now. Maybe you need to be okay with practicing not quitting. If you practice not quitting today, you can work on baby steps forward tomorrow. And she gives us some biblical wisdom. She says, consider this. The Apostle Paul's famous press on. Inspired truth begins with saying, I don't have it all together. And you know what, mom, dads, and guardians? There are times in our lives, myself included, we don't have everything together, but it's okay. It's all right. We don't have to be fearful because we don't have everything together because we have a hope. He is for you and he will help you. Eleanor Roosevelt once said, you gain strength, courage, and confidence by every experience in which you really stop to look fear in the face. You're able to say to yourself, I have lived through this horror. I can take the next thing that comes along. You must do the thing you think you cannot do. Point number two, those who hold on have peace. John 16, says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace in this world. You will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. So why did he overcome the world? Well, he did it because of you. And if you're married, he did it because of your spouse, as well as your children and your teens. In a Christian.com article by Mike Napa, he says, Peace with God is, at its core, a spiritual reconciliation between family members. It's a restored relationship between the Heavenly Father and the earthly child, made possible simply 
because Jesus wanted it so much, he was willing to suffer, die, and rise from death for it. And because Christ himself has guaranteed our peace with God, we live with unfettered access to the Father. So take heart. Peace is possible because we have a hope, a hope you can rely on, a hope that is ever-present even when peace seems impossible. I want to share with you a quote from Nelson Mandela, and it's a powerful quote. It always seems impossible until it's done. Keep that in mind the next time you think that you'll never have peace again. Point number three, blessed. You and your family are blessed with hope. So despite the trials, despite the tribulations, despite any and all difficulties, he is with your family. James 1.12, blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. I want to tell you a little story about my son. When Rusty was born, it was discovered that he had a problem with his kidneys, and they had to immediately go in and do surgery. That was a trial, my friends. And when he was about five years old, he had to go back in for a second surgery regarding his kidneys. And not too long after that, we discovered that he had Asperger's syndrome and that he was on the autistic spectrum. That was a trial. And then we had our elementary school trial. And when I say this, I'm not speaking about all schools, but for the schools that he was in, it seems that the teachers did not want to work with him and his disability. So we moved him from the school he was in into a virtual academy. And there we had our virtual academy trial. When he got old enough to drive, we discovered that Rusty had trouble using his feet to press the brake pedal and the gas pedal. Kids who are autistic have certain sensory issues. And it just wasn't working for him to use his feet to drive. So Rusty learned to drive using a modified car. He accelerates and brakes using a lever with his left hand. And there's a knob on the steering wheel that he can use to steer the vehicle. Barb, myself, our daughter, and Rusty have persevered under these trials. But despite that, Rusty has earned his gold medal of achievement and his honor gold medal of achievement. Both of these awards are something that a young man can earn in the Royal Ranger program. Royal Rangers is a mentorship program for boys and teens. Rusty has developed a love for reading and he has a very broad vocabulary. And currently, he's in college. What Barb and I learned can be summed up in a quote by Helen Keller. 
A bend in the road is not the end of the road unless you fail to make the turn. Being in a trial is just another bend in the road. It's just a hurdle. It's not the end of the road, so just make the turn, knowing that God is making the turn with you. My last point. Hold on by seizing God's promise. Hebrews 10.23. We must hold on to God's promise that we have said we believe. And we must never let go. He has promised and he will do it. Arthur Jill Nelson wrote, Parenting is hard work. Period. Christian parenting is even harder. But God's word offers unshakable hope and help for every parent who's trusting in Christ and his good and loving provision. She goes on to say, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. James 1, 2-3 Since the verse refers to trials of various kinds, we can assume that James is talking about more than martyrdom and death. Things like sleepless infants, torturous bedtimes, muddy feet, spilled orange juice, and moody teens. And we should count them all joy, even when they feel like the biggest pain in the world. God promises he's at work to produce steadfastness. Mom, dad, guardians. This steadfastness will move you toward success for both you and your family. I leave you with a quote from Thomas Edison, who said, many of life's failures are people who did not realize how close they were to success when they gave up. Moms, dads, guardians, remember, you have a hope. So hold on. Well, that's all that I have for you for this particular episode. I want to challenge you to go forth and fearlessly parrot. God bless. <laughs>